What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Bat Flip, where we discuss everything baseballs. I'm Landon Raby. With me, Dylan Taylor. Caleb Mitchell in here as well. Guys, another weekend, another great job by the Vols of getting that series win. I think that's 11 straight. I think if you count last season, that's 12 straight um, series wins. And then number 19, Auburn. I, I thought they were a really good team. I, I think they got some really good starting pitching. I think their bullpen is kind of suspect, but they got some good hitters, have a really good leadoff guy, and, and I think his name's – they got Sonny. And Sonny, Sonny looks D. like – he looks like Babe Ruth. Like he looks like he would be great in the nineteen twenties. Um, Rambush, He's a hefty Blake gentleman. Is, is their leadoff guy? He is. He is very hefty. Um, but another great weekend of baseball. That there, you know, there had to be some drama. That that's what makes you know a really good uh, weekend in Lindsey Nelson. There's some drama on Saturday night. You you bury Auburn on Friday night and then win the rubber match on Sunday to take the series. And um, Tennessee gets their 40th win. Ben Joyce throws a 105.5 mile an hour fastball. That's uh, in- insane. The fastest pitch in college baseball history. And I think the second fastest pitch ever in baseball. So yeah. pr- pretty impressive. Tennessee outscored Auburn 28 to 15 in the series. Um, but like I said, there, there was some drama, so I know we're going to get into that. We're going to get into Ben Joyce. Well, let's start this off. Dylan, what did you think about the weekend? Big series win. Toughest series win you had to get. Shout out Ben Joyce. Do, do we think he's going to break the record? I think he will. What, what is is it 105.8? Yeah, it's your boy Chapman. And yeah. uh, I don't remember what year it was. But, yeah, 105.8. He's officially 105.5. We saw him when it was colder at – I mean, he was 103. We saw 104 a couple times. Three pitches at 105 this time. Um, we said as – we where we heard Tony say as it gets hotter, it's – he's going to throw harder and harder. So, I'm, I'm on I'm on record watch. I think he'll break it. But besides that, I mean, obviously he, he closed the door on any hopes that Auburn had. But tough second game. A lot of drama at the end, but I mean, I I said it, I said it before. I think it's kind of a series that you needed, like you, you kind of needed to get punched in the mouth that second game a little bit. I mean, it's still a close game; it wasn't like you got blown out or anything. But I, I think in the long run, it, this this series will do a lot of good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Auburn's a team that realistically could make a run to Omaha. You know, they, they got the pitching. They got the the hitters up and down that lineup. Now their bullpen has to get a lot better. And, and maybe I, I'm thinking that because Tennessee just jumped on them in that first game and just destroyed that bullpen where, you know, maybe it helped you out later on in that, you know, you're, you're talking about not running up the score in some games. But what about you look to Sunday, you, you leave Joseph Gonzalez in for a while, maybe one batter too long. They're in the eighth inning, and um, Mike Honcha makes you pay for it. His slider was really work. If it's a slider curveball, it was really working. It's even in that at bat. I didn't. I didn't think uh, Mike Honcha looked very comfortable there. It seemed like every time he throw that pitch, we were out in front of it. The head was getting pulled out, but all it takes is one, Landon, as we know from Mike Honcha, and he hung it over the inner part of the plate. And 
I don't remember what they labeled the exit velo. I want to say 102. That could have been trays, though. I could have, I could have them mixed. I thought up. it was 104. 104. In, into the like was that. was it into the wind or was that trays? I know trays was into the wind. I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was into the. It went 424 feet. Exactly. Like it's when like I, I, the wind wasn't helping it. So that's ridiculous. If it was into the wind, you're getting that exit velo and that distance off of it. I mean, we knew he was an alien already. We MLB teams are going to know it when they're paying him a lot of money, but that that's insanely far to hit a ball, especially if the wind's blowing against you. And all, all it took was one, one hung slider and you got the series then. Well, and it was a moonshot, so that didn't help it at all either. I mean, it was almost right. straight up in the air, but it just kept going and kept going. Um, let's Ben Joyce. In my opinion, and we kind of talked about this last night. We finally get to see him in you know a pretty tough situation coming in tie ball game, the series on the line. You know, most of the time we've seen him this past season, it's been like you're up six to ten runs. Um, so it was good to see that. But man, if that he's got the stuff that nobody else has in America. Use it. I think he should be your closer going forward, even though you might not have a true like closer like you do in the major leagues. But I, I think if in the ninth you got a tight ball game in the ninth, you want to close something out. I think you turn to Ben Joyce. I, I think he earned that yesterday. I've yeah, I've seen the debate going around. I'm I'm kind of split on it. There are the people in the camp that think he should be a starter. I I, I don't really see that. I, just because, one, the wear and tear. But, it, I mean, he looked phenomenal this weekend. I have seen times, though, where his control can kind of get away from him a little bit. So, that that's why I don't I don't think starter. And I, I, get, I get the argument for closer. I really do. But to me, it's kind of – I like him in that role. It's kind of a setup man, a guy that can go – now that we've seen he can go more than just one inning like that. My argument against the closer role is just because most of your starters are already throwing high velocity. Now, yeah, granted, it's not anything like Ben Joyce is bringing up there, but I've kind of – I've always kind of liked Redmond, especially this year in that role, just because it's so different from what – from what you're facing all game, especially with other relievers that can that can pump velo in there, so it's it's I, I get I get it, I really do, but I, I love going from guys that just kind of don't just pump it past you. I mean, yeah, obviously guys like Dolander, Burns, they've all got excellent stuff that they can work in, but it's you get used to that speed for so long. I feel like that's part of what makes Redmond's good in his own right, but I feel like that's part of what makes him even better is you're so used to being having to be so quick on everything, and then he comes with that kind of the the funky release, the stuff you're not going to see anything higher than really 83, 84, and kind of everything moves. So I, I'm not decided. I see both sides of the argument. I, I kind of like that role kind of exactly what he did yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, Tony Vitello is going to, he, he has that call. Um, and there's no wrong answer really. Right. I don't think. Right. And the Redmond thing, I, I think he's been phenomenal. I think he's great for an inning. 
Um, you know, two innings, you know, that whole lineup kind of sees it. I think, you yeah. know, when you're throwing 85, like that 300 bomb on Saturday, like when you're throwing 85 is probably the max you're going to see. That, that's going to happen sometimes uh, when you're, you're – the velocity is just not there. You run into one, it's a lot easier to, you know, throw a barrel on an 85-mile-an-hour pitch than it is a 105-mile-an-hour pitch. Which is – uh, even with that, I, I kind of see it's it's what you said. Yeah, after it seems like everybody, once they see him a second time, they start to square him up, which is kind of why I like him in the closer role because if you get your outs there, like there is no second inning, there is no mm. second time through the lineup, but that's the double-edged sword there is you're throwing slower like that. All it takes is one. So that's, yeah. that's kind of the part of the closer role there where I'm like I could lean – been in that situation. I think we'll see both, especially in the tournament. I mean, we, we're going to see both of them get a chance to close. So, yeah. it's it's the same argument that we've had with this team all year at different positions is it's an excellent argument to have. Like to just yeah, just, just being in the position to have this argument. Yeah, how, how are you going to how are you going to use all those dogs? You know, you're right. going to use them, but how are you going to use them? Is the only real question you have. Um, cause there's just so many guys and, you know, in that bullpen, I, I think Tennessee's bullpen, that was the difference in the series. I mean, you could argue Friday night, it was the bats and I guess rightfully so. So, but series, it, it was your, it, it was our bullpen versus it, their bullpen was the difference yeah, in, in the series. It came down to the guy that kind of did a role that we haven't seen from him this year. As it's well, like, like you said, most of what we've seen from Ben Joyce has been, not even if it's not a blowout, it's 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 going to take it's going to take several pitches getting hit out of the park, and we haven't seen anybody do that on not only this team but especially against Ben Joyce. We we've seen one get run into, but it, it was good to see him in a position where you've got to throw strikes and you've got to work the slider occasionally. And my goodness, did he! That last one he threw was absolutely filthy. Just dropped the off the table. Yeah, just disgusting. And when he's able to throw that for a strike, I mean, it, it makes him practically unhittable. Yeah. I mean, you, you see 105, and then you see what, what is his slider? Maybe the changeup's 90 miles an hour, which is ridiculous. That slider's mid-80s, upper 80s. I mean, that with that much movement, too, it's ridiculous. You're, you're not touching that. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where you kind of see these guys um, because – <clears throat> one guy's going to the bullpen. One of these starters is going to be coming out of the bullpen. Who is it going to be? Is it Dolander? Is it Beam, Burns, Blade? I don't know. And I don't – I'm not even going to try to come up with an argument for either one. I, I, I think it's – I think it's a good thing, whoever it is. And I think you should see more of Ben Joyce going forward in these tight situations. I think he proved that. I think he gained some confidence. I think he earned the trust of the staff. Yeah, I'm I'm the same camp as you. I don't know who you I, I don't know who you move. We've we've talked about each one's qualifications before and what roles that we think they could have in the bullpen. It's at this point probably Dolander just because he, he's missed a little bit of time now. But I mean you could make the same argument that he's well rested now, so he could he could spell another guy and give them a chance to, to kind of yeah. cool off for a minute. So I'll let Tony make that call, but it's an embarrassment <clears throat> of riches. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, Friday night, let's get into the games. Friday night, you find yourself down four to two, going into the seventh. 
you had three hits going to the seventh inning. You end up with 19 in the game. 15 runs, 16 hits in two innings. I mean, you just bury Auburn, 17 to four. Um, I I thought Burns pitched really well. Five innings, six hits, one earned run, uh, three walks, nine Ks. I mean, he looked like his normal self. You know, maybe not three walks, is, but, you know, the, those counts were, were worked a lot because of, you know, Auburn does have some good hitters that can, you know, foul some off and, and get in a good position to, to where they can work a walk at times. Did, did you think that was the best overall lineup that we've seen? I thought <clears throat> it was. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I, I think other teams – I mean, you got Sonny D that's leading the SEC in average, or he was coming in the series, so – other lineups, I think, have that kind of guy. I mean, Fabian at Florida, like you, you see other guys that may they may have better individual players. But yeah, I, I thought I'm with you. I thought that was by far the best complete lineup. It, it seemed like everybody, top to bottom, handled the bat well. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that that top of the lineup with uh, Rambush and um, and Sonny in there, the, those. Those first couple hitters, and that's probably all the SEC, but those first couple hitters, I'm just like, every inning I was like, who's up in the lineup? Because I don't want to face them again. Yeah. And, and, you know, Sonny gets walked a a ton this weekend, but, you know, the guy behind him, like, he hits that, you know, Pierce was his last name. He hits that ball in the ninth on Saturday. He goes into that game, he's – 0 for 8, I think, in this series with five strikeouts. I mean, how does that happen? It's only in Tennessee, right? Yeah, in our small part. <laughs> I get, yeah, maybe, I guess maybe what they were good. saying is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. Um, but Tennessee was able Friday night to hit those six home runs. Um, Evan Russell had two. Driller Ortega had two, including a grand slam that, that gave Tennessee the lead. In that seventh inning, um, Blake Burke hit one. Good God, that was crushed. I, I've never seen him. He may have more of a Ken Griffey Jr. swing than Ken Griffey Jr. did. I mean, <laughs> yeah. with the with the bat drop, like it's. If I paid somebody to impersonate it and told them next year just mimic that swing, I'll come back in a year and see if you can do the swing perfectly. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do it better than Blake Burke did. It's filthy. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a special talent to watch, um, you know, as he develops and, and gets better throughout his career at Tennessee. Um, Saturday night, back and forth game. Blade Tidwell kind of struggled a little bit. Only gave up one hit in his outing. Um, he did pitch two innings and in, in two thirds, but four walks. I mean that that was the Achilles heel. Like you just can't walk people and if you you know Tennessee's thing is is fill up the zone so if you're walking people they're gonna have a short leash with you um so you know that he got the hook and Will Mabry went in um and then Camden Sewell came in I thought Camden Sewell pitched phenomenal um not not only just filling it up and you know getting outs getting ground balls but some of the plays he made in the field was incredible Pitchers are athletes, too. <laughs> that they are. Um, Unless you play for the Cincinnati Reds. But. Oh, my God. I, well, <laughs> I told Caleb this last night. I'm, if you're not fading the Reds right now, I don't know what you're doing. It, 
free money. I was going to stop myself and say nothing's free money, but it's it's just about there. Yeah. Um, yeah, at this point, they're just trying to lose. I, I don't get it. But Redmond comes in, pitches those two innings. You know, you, you're you one out away from, from ending the game. They tie the game. You know, you walk Sonny. They hit that three-run bomb, bat flip, drama. I, I want I want your take on it first. What what was your thoughts on, on the drama there? They do go up eight to five. You know, we weren't able here's the thing with Tennessee. They they get some momentum back. They hit they lead off the inning with a solo shot. You have your best guys up at that point. You're feeling okay where you're at. Like you're down two runs, but you have Gilbert, Beck. Luke, Evan, I mean, you have all those guys, you know, right there where you're thinking, hey, if we get something, or Trey, you, you get something going, you, you like what you have in the lineup there. We, we've we seen that situation before where it's a, you're down, but you've got those, the usual suspects coming up, and it's, we've seen how it ended before. Like, it's somebody plays the hero late, and it's, it's kind of why this it's why this team's forty and four and it's why this team is are who they are. It's that they're never dead. But mm-hmm. on on Saturday night that all that, I mean, you know you knew it was gonna be hotly contested series. Like you, you knew two ranked teams coming into Lindsey Nelson. Auburn probably feels disrespected like it's already a loss. Like everybody's already labeling that, even though they're a top 25 team. I mean, I don't see an issue with what Tony did. Like, I mean, if the bat, if bat flips, one thing, a bat flip into your dugout, like that's, I mean, we got the one Auburn fan on Twitter. I saw him earlier today saying that he, he threw the bat back in a hostile manner. I'm like, he, he flipped it underhand, man. Like he didn't, he didn't javelin spirit over there. Like right. it, it, it was about as lightly as you could toss a bat in their direction. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's everybody hates us. So it's amplified. If another coach does that, it's, it's nothing huge. Now Tony Vitello does it with the reputation this team has. And it's, it's a media story then. So I, I have no problem with it. I mean, I've stated my feelings on Tony Vitello that he's the best coach at Tennessee in my lifetime. Probably will go down as the best. I mean, he's on that trajectory. So I here's my thing: Tony Vitello can do whatever he wants as long as he's winning, and he he's done nothing but win since he got here. So yeah, Auburn absolutely. Fans can keep crying. Yeah, I'm always going to defend Tony. Um, here's the thing with the bat flip: I would have done the same damn thing. I would, yeah. I mean, what do you do? What do you do in that situation? You're, yeah. you're not going to pick it up and walk it back over there. Like, just just toss it over there. Yeah, I, I'm. Well, I'm talking about being the Auburn hitter. I'm flipping that oh. bat. Oh yeah, I'm flipping that thing. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you knock off the you you go ahead in the ninth against the number one team in the country um, when you're zero of eight with five strikeouts. Oh, dude, I'm pimping that thing. I'd and, do a mammoth bat flip. Yeah, and like maybe it was a little close to the dugout, but it did like bounce perfectly to get to the dugout. Like I don't, I don't know if the intent was there. You know, maybe didn't have to throw it that close, but um, I did. I, honestly, I didn't have a problem with any of it. 
Um, I don't think anybody was at fault. I, I think it, now, Tony Vitello, like maybe not this. Maybe he looks back. He's like, yeah, maybe that wasn't the smartest idea throwing it back like that. But again, I I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. I love the fire. I love the competitiveness. Um, I, I don't want my coach to be suspended. So, <laughs> but See, I don't want him. I don't want him hurt. I don't want him taking any extra steps up those steps that he has to. So just toss the bat back over there. Don't <laughs> don't don't walk out there. You can get hit by a ball, Tony. Stay yeah. stay safe. Just toss it back to him. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he did. From what I saw, it didn't look like he actually checked the bat. So he was all yeah, good for it. He was just like exactly. Whatever. We we um, take we take our losses. We we accept the home run. We don't try to look for yeah. cheap ways out of it. But it, you know, that kind of just led to to Sunday's game just being a, as intense as it was. Um, you jump on them three to nothing in the first inning. Bats kind of go cold. Drew Beam is, you know, himself. He sits down the first twelve batters he faced. Ran into some trouble in the fifth. Um, you know, gets out of that inning. It's three to two at that point. You, you bring him back out, and maybe that's debatable on, on whether they should have done that or not. But it, Drew Beam's done it all season long. It, it, there's a reason why he's eight and zero. He has a ERA of one point something. Um, so I, I don't really have a problem with you throwing him back out there. He, you know, they do tie it up, and then they bring Ben Joyce in, and it just felt like as soon as he threw that first pitch, momentum was stop dead in its tracks yeah yeah I, I mean it's easy to say in hindsight i probably would have I, I definitely would have pulled beam that inning i probably would have that that the previous inning probably would have been his last one just because it, it looked like he was kind of losing it just just losing the feel for it so i if i'm tony i probably don't put him out there to begin with i'd probably start the inning with ben or if, if you've got a lefty righty just whatever matchup you want to start it off with there but I mean, yeah, it's like you said. Like Drew has has done that all year. He's earned the right to go back out there. If if Tony walks up and asks, "Do you want it or not?" Like he he's gonna say yes, and he's earned that right to get it. So probably would have pulled him, but I have no problem with it. But yeah, I mean, you. I don't I don't care if you got bases loaded, no outs, and a guy comes up throwing one hundred and five. Like you're instantly like, "Ooh, that's uh, yeah." We we've got every advantage right now. Well, they, until, they weren't expecting it. They're like, right, like we're we usually would see him Friday after you go up seventeen to four. You'd see Ben Joyce, but um, they got a full dose of one hundred and five um, right there in the top ball game. They cut to him in the bullpen as, as Beam was struggling. Uh, I heard Kessling say he got Joyce, and I, I looked up and he he looked like a man possessed in the bullpen. I was like, that's. Oh, he gave you that little wink, right? I was like, Ben Joyce may be bringing some trouble when he comes in the game right now. And yeah, yeah, he did. That's like you said, it's the, the game completely flipped when he came in. He he shut it down. Yeah, and it, it took Tennessee a while to get those bats going again. But, you know, like you said earlier, it only takes one for, for Mike Honcho. And, you know, Joseph Gonzalez came in with a 6-0 and record. <coughs> and, um, you know, you give up a single to Luke Lipsius there in the eighth inning. I mean, you have a shot to hey, – you might want to go to that bullpen, but they leave him out there just one batter too long and Beck made some, Beck made some pay for it. So, um, re- really cool to see, really electric atmosphere. 
I mean, Ben Joy, we can get to our MVP if you want. We do have some questions. Let's get to the questions real quick. So, Devin, Devin Arnold asked, uh, after these past series, does Ben Joyce deserve a larger role in the bullpen rotation? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to – I mean, Tony said he's not a smart man, but he, he's definitely going to give Ben Joyce – said Ben made him look stupid kind of, which is a stretch. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you can't – you can't see that in the highlight reel that he put on and getting out of that first inning. And three. It, it's one thing if he comes in and overpowers guys with a series of pitches, but it's another confidence booster that he throws three pitches that first inning to get out of it. And they, they like hit, they hit, it. they hit solid ground balls, but th- that's the best they could do with it. And that's, that's, that's going to be the best that a lot of people can do with it. If he's throwing one Oh five at the kneecaps, like it, you're not going to take many of those out of the park. So Right. That's another advantage. So yeah, he he's definitely he he's earned a larger role. Yeah, hundred um, percent. We'll see kind of what that role looks like. But yeah, I want to see him in, in you know those big situations like like you saw yesterday. <coughs> um, he he threw four shutout innings, one hit, six strikeouts, fifty three pitches, forty one strikes. You know, you're talking like. I feel like that's everybody's thing. They think if somebody throws hard, they they can't find the the zone. That's not Ben Joyce at all. No, maybe flashes at the beginning of the year, but I mean, even even as much of that, it could just be Evans finally finally yeah. catching him in a game. Then it's like, oh crap! Like that's. I mean, he's throwing some high cheese. It's going to hit the backstop every now and then. But when you're yeah. throwing 104, I mean, if you even blink, it, it's by you. Yeah, since we since we've started seeing Ben in a consistent role, even if it is up by a lot, that that's probably given him more of the freedom mentally to throw strikes. Is coming in those situations where he's got a six seven run lead, and it's hey, if if you give one up right here, it's no big deal. So that, that's probably worked out better for him. Well, in, in this late in the season, is this not the best place for Ben Joyce to gain all this confidence? Like, I, I feel like with that velocity, like, if you can't find the zone, it's real easy to, like, snowball effect from there. And to, to so, know that he did it against the best lineup we've seen, too. that That's a huge part of it. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, maybe Tony Vitello and, and Frank Anderson um, plan for him going four innings, but I highly doubt they plan on him going four innings. Uh, I – Put 99% of my cash on no there. They were trying to get a strikeout, get out of the inning, and let's go to somebody else. And, you know, as soon as he went – maybe Ben Joyce was like, I'll hit you with this ball if you don't let me go back out there. That's that, – <laughs> hand up, that's all I would need. <laughs> just, just the threat of it, I'd let I'd, – yeah. you want to you start? Go ahead. Yeah, get out there. Um, yeah, what a great series. Um did you see Auburn's bus get hit on the way to the game Saturday? Yeah, I was going. Was that? I saw them like making a turn to the left or something. I didn't know. I didn't, I saw it for a split second. I didn't know what had happened. I mean, like, good lord, they couldn't catch a break. They get buried on on Friday. You know, they're trying to make it to the game on Saturday and get hit. So there, there was little kids. I love this. I love this about college baseball because you know I, I want to get into this here in a little bit. But, uh, you know, just the fact that it's growing so much. Kids are waiting at Auburn's bus, just waving goodbye to them. 
I, I saw the tweet. Was it um, was it Colquitt? Either yeah, Britton Colquitt and okay, Dane. his son. Yeah, yeah, I saw something about him saying something, making a fat joke, Sonny D. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I, I just saw that tweet, and it was it's good to know we've we've got trolls starting that young. Yeah, um, there was a couple times I think in that. Was it in that eighth inning where Sonny D kept trying to steal second? Seventh or eighth, yeah. Yeah, he he kept trying to steal. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he's obviously going to stop before he gets to the base and try to run back and have that guy from third try to score. But uh, th- that was just funny. They kept hitting foul balls and he kept going back and people kept yelling stuff like there's hot dogs buried underneath first base and stuff like that. <laughs> Good material. Yeah, poor guy, but, I mean, <clears throat> that that kid's a stud. He, he really is. Um, well, one more question from Devin. He said, do you think our catcher is going to hurt us come postseason? Seems like anybody can steal a base on us at this point of the season. I mean – I definitely think it's something to watch, but I don't think it's the end all be all just because like even this weekend, they didn't really try to steal on us. Uh, it will hurt us. I don't know to what extent mm-hmm. it, it'll, cause I mean, you, whether it's first round or the actual college world series, you're in the final. It, we've seen if, if you give up base runners, and, and not all of it's on Evan. I mean, a, a lot of our pitchers, if they had a fault, that would be their one fault is they, they don't really have a slide step. So it's not all on Evan, but at the same time, like it, it's it's going to hurt at some point. You just hope it doesn't cost you a game. I mean, we've seen you don't have to have great speed that if you get on base – you can steal. I mean, Florida took advantage of what they have, five, six steals in one game. I mean, yeah. we saw it with Vanderbilt. So it's it's definitely going to hurt you. I don't think it's hurt us yet, but it will at some point. You just hope it's, okay, you let up a run instead of that's kind of makes an inning collapse where one guy gets on and he's able to steal around. That gives, that gives the batter a little more time to get comfortable that he gets a hit. So – to, to answer the question, I'd say yes, it, it will hurt you at some point, but I, I don't. What we've seen from this team and their ability to claw back, I, as of right now, I don't think it's a killer, but it, it's going to do something at some point. Yeah, I mean the thing is, like, they can steal all they want to; they're not going to steal home, right? And so you're yeah. going to have to get a, a a base hit or at least a, a long fly ball with with less than two outs to be able to score a run and. You know, that hasn't happened very often. It, it's going to come down to the pitcher executing pitches. Like, yeah. even if they're able to get all the way around, it's to, to score. Like you said, you, you've still got to hit a quality pitch, which we haven't seen people do against our starters much. So, right. Um, Kentucky this weekend. Kentucky has won two SEC series. They beat Georgia earlier in the year, they beat Missouri. Other than that, I mean, they're not very good at all. I think they're right around. I'll tell you what their actual record is. They're right around 500. Um, one of the worst teams in the East. I think they're second to last in the East. Uh, they're 24 and 20 on the year, seven of seven and 14 in conference play. So I mean, they're just they're struggling. They struggle to hit. I think they only have two guys in their lineup that bats over 300. So um, 
just not a great team all around. It is, you are on the road, so you got to take that into account. I'm sure Kentucky fans will, you know, they probably never show up to the games, but they'll probably show up this weekend because it'll be their Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I'm not really worried about this weekend. I, I think Tennessee should pretty much sweep Kentucky. That's what I was going to say. I'm calling a sweep. I forget who their hitter was last year. He was their first baseman. He was really good. Um, God, I can't remember his name to save my life. But they don't have him anymore, and they're they're just. I think they have two guys on their team: Estep and uh, Plasiak. I think that's how you say it. Um, they both have twelve home runs apiece. But other than that, I think the next highest guy is like five. So. Not a great power hitting team as well. Uh, I think they strike out a lot. You know, their pitching isn't anything to write home about either. So, just a not a great SEC team, but um, you are on the road. So, you know, got to play the game. Sucks having to play in Lex- Lexington too. Not even from Tennessee. So not a, not from a visiting standpoint. Just having to play your home games there. What a right. What a terrible place to have to stay. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, MVP. You go first. I feel like I, I feel like I go first every time, and I know who mine is already. Okay, I'm gonna go Ben Joyce. I just got to. I mean, I, I think the way he pitched, like he was the difference in, in that in that game on Sunday, and uh, you know, and somebody different. He, he hasn't been up my MVP yet. He proved that he can get it done. Prove that he can pitch in a tough situation and, and earn that trust, and hopefully you see him gain that confidence and he's just dominant going forward. That's why I wanted you to go first. That's what that was going to be my pick. I wanted to see if you took it too. Okay. But I, I'll go Ben, but since you took it, I'll go I'll go back just because that's – in that spot, I said it earlier, he didn't really look comfortable in the at-bat, which makes it even more impressive. He, he was out in front on the first two. I think he kind of fouled a couple off in that at bat, and then that's that's the beauty of Jordan Beck is you you don't make many mistakes to Jordan Beck throughout throughout his career. If you make a mistake to him, nine point nine out of ten times he's going to make you pay for it. And that that pitch too, about halfway when I saw the catcher lean in, I was like, "There's the one." Like you you've been out in front on these last couple. If you're going to hit one, it's going to be that one. And boy, did he! He he let up nothing on it. So I mean that 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 got you the series. That with that with the combination of Ben Joyce just being an alien. So I'll I'll pick the two aliens. Okay, I I think Drew Gilbert. You know, if Ben Joyce doesn't have his you know game like that, I would have went Drew Gilbert. He was seven for thirteen in the series, four RBIs. Uh, Trey Lipscomb continues to to drop bombs. He's got 18 on the year. Um, that, that's insane. We broke the we broke the record on Saturday or on Friday of how many home runs we hit all of last season in April. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was 98, and we're like, I don't know, 103 maybe. I could have made yeah, that up. Something like that, maybe. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to Xander Seacrest. I know we don't get to talk about him a ton because he's usually that midweek starter. But kid's 4-0 on the season. He had a great outing against Xavier on Tuesday. Five and a third, two hits, four strikeouts, one walk. 
um, mouthful of gum. I just, I just love, I love the swagger. I love his, you know, K strut that he does where he does a little pirouette out there. It's just, it's just fun to watch. I, I think I saw earlier today where he's only given up 20 hits all year, which you hear 20 hits, but then you think just how much he's been out there this year. I, I don't know the innings count off the top of my head, but that that's, Pretty impressive for a guy that's starting every midweek game. He, he's had some other appearances, so that, that's pretty filthy when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna pull up his stats. I can. I saw how how many innings. I, I want to say it was like 54, but that seems kind of low to me. 34 and two thirds. 35. 35 and two thirds. Okay. Um. Let's see. Yeah, 20 hits. 39 strikeouts. That, pretty that's impressive. pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Pretty impressive. 12 appearances. Yeah, good for him. ERA's 1.51. So, uh, pretty dominant. Pretty guy, you know, a guy that, like, you know, is not going to get a ton of attention, but a guy that, like, is, if you need a guy come postseason, you know, a guy's hurt or, you know, maybe you need him out of the bullpen. He could give you some really good quality innings. A guy that could be in contention for a starting spot next in the rotation next year for a weekend. You never know. Probably not just because of the embarrassment of riches that we have right now. But he's right. at least a, he's at least a guy that, in case of an injury, when you don't have Blade Tidwell, when you don't have Ben Joyce, it's it's a guy that has been there and done it. Maybe it's not to the same level of competition, but, I mean, I I, I think he'll adjust pretty well. Yep. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else? Ben Joyce breaking the record. I don't, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. you're calling it. I, I mean, 105.5, is that all he's got? I mean, you only need – I'll say I'll say he hits 106. Okay. That's only another half mile an hour with it getting Final pitch in I'll say he hits 106.1. Okay. Final pitch in Omaha. They're, they're, that, that's when it's going to happen. Strike that three. Would be the jury. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. We will be back uh, with more important issues this week. Got to make – we got to make the time correct because Tennessee plays on Thursday. So, don't forget that. It will sneak up on you Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Lexington. And we'll be back Monday talking about um, – the bat flip again and you know hopefully some more drama in susan likes and we'll see but uh we got our recliners we're sitting up there at the top of the the rankings for like the sixth straight week i think so yeah. you know we're just we're just chilling up there thanks again guys peace